Hello, this is Joey Ryan, and you're listening to Matt and Brendo's Wrestling Show. Time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross this, you're stepping over the fine line. But we can take this to the center of the ring. And when the bell dings, it's time to go. I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding. No, slam me with the chair in the back of your head. Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead. As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts, you're going home with a face full of welts. We came to win. Well, you better know it's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. Hello and welcome to another episode of MBWS. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Veronica Steele. And... Benson's still on hiatus, but he will join us at some point. I'm sure I talked to him a little bit. Um, but, you know, busy guy. So, and we want to, we want to keep the show going. So. <laughs> and I want to meet him. So. Yeah, he has to come. Gotta, at some point, definitely. Um, so, another week in W, in the WWE universe. Are you still, are you still going strong, Veronica? I, I am. I'm proud to say I am. And I'm getting more and more like, okay, okay, I get this. I get it. <laughs> you, have you found any favorites yet? Um, oh, I, I, I even wrote it as a note, like, question mark, am I allowed to like this person? Mm-hmm. I might be a huge fan of Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's one of the best wrestlers I, in the world. So I'm a fan. I think you've picked oh, very good. well. Good, I have good taste. Um, I'm not gonna lie; like probably 80 percent of my picking him is off of looks. Do you like <laughs> the fact that he that. like skanks but, uh, to the ring? Totally handsome guy. And he's a ska fan. Oh well, there we go. <laughs> well, his ska music, the whole ska <laughs> thing, I think is kind of funny. I think um, uh, I had one friend who was into ska, but it was Christian ska. So I don't know if that really counts as actual there's ska. There's plenty of quality. There's some quality Christian ska out there. The um, Israelites. The, I mean, the Supertones, I was never a big fan of. Did you listen to Supertones? Oh, yeah. She got me into them. She was the one. Okay. She introduces them to me. I, I wonder if Sami Zayn would be a super dope fan. <laughs> I, don't think, I think he's probably like a ska snob. <laughs> probably. Like, I'm only like first wave ska. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I could see him being like a like a rocket from the crypt, real big fish, maybe. Oh, um, oh I forgot about real big fish. They're still going. Um, so Sami Zayn, I don't know if you are familiar with his background at all, but Mm-mm. he is a legend of the indie circuit, formerly known as the Masked El Generico. He wore a mask for the majority of his career. Well, uh, on that beautiful face? Come yeah, on. Know, Come on, man. I think that was... Um, and his, his best friend slash ultimate rival was one... Kevin Steen, now known as Kevin Owens, ah. and they have carried their rivalry into the WWE. Yeah. And um, going back, even when they first when so um, Sami Zayn got to NXT before Kevin. They they grew up in the business together. They've been they they grew up in nearby each other. Mm-hmm. They're both from the Montreal area. Um, 
Which was very funny, the little skit behind the scenes of... Yeah, the whole Canadian don't trust Canadians. And Sami Zayn's like, but I'm Canadian. um, Yeah, because of Jericho and Kevin Kevin Owens, Mm -hmm. um, uh, the very rude Canadians. And, and, uh, yeah, so, so, uh, Rude they Canadians started, is an oxymoron, by the way. <laughs> I imagine them wrestling true. and just apologizing after each move. Still, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. In real, and in real life, let me tell you, like, Kevin Owens does a really good job of, like, of, like, keeping, of, like, projecting his character, and he's, like, you know, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But every time I've met him, he's, like, the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> And Sami Zayn is super nice on my Facebook page, um, my Facebook profile. My I, my banner picture is of me with Sami Zayn and the Young Bucks. Nice. And uh, I met I met him at Comic Con. He was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. And because uh, he was just going around. So last summer he was like hurt because he he was hurt for a while, mm-hmm. and so he was just hanging out at Comic Con with the Young Bucks. And I was and he was nice enough to let me take a picture with him. Did he say um, I'm, I'm sorry? They can't yeah. say sorry, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. Very polite people. Yes. And, but they carry, they've had this awesome feud going on, um, for years in some epic matches. They've been, and, uh, and now it's, and so they, now they're, they're in the money in the bank match together, which is going to be awesome. They had a big, um, four way, uh, match for the Intercontinental title at Extreme Rules. And before that, they had this, this big, they were in this part of the big, uh, at WrestleMania, there was a multi-man ladder match for the Intercontinental title, which Zack Ryder won for one day and then lost to The Miz. And that's where we're at now with the Intercontinental title. Still, still, um, curious as to where they haven't even, I, I don't know who, they haven't really said anything about who The Miz, like the next competitor, for the Miz is as far as the Intercontinental title. Yeah, I noticed that. Is that I don't know what. Like, how often do they go for titles? Do they do title? Usually, matches? like every pay per view, but with the with the what what are considered the lesser belts, like the Intercontinental and the U.S. title, it depends. Some like whenever they there was a like period. It. So, for instance, like a couple of years ago, Dean Ambrose was the U.S. champion, and he had it for like sev- He had it for at least. He he didn't defend it for like three months. Like people like, <laughs> to the point where you forgot. The, oh yeah, That's it. Dean Ambrose has the United States Championship. Like kind <laughs> oh, of forgot maybe, about it. Maybe we should get that from him. <laughs> yeah, Just maybe. Um, so I I'm not sure where they're going with the Intercontinental Title. Um, hmm. but yeah, but so, especially since all the guys that were were formerly competing for the Intercontinental Title are now in the Money in the Bank match. So, I don't know what we're going to see as far as Intercontinental title defense at Money in the Bank. And you were saying Maybe. at Money in the Bank, they literally bring out a ladder. And yes. I noticed uh, Cesaro, is that his name? Yeah. He kind of came out and like, or Kevin Owens brought out the ladder. Yeah, the so that was kind of just, they were just kind of, that was at the end of the match. They were kind of just like, you know, talking trash and like, bringing out the ladder like i'm gonna that's gonna be what's gonna happen at money in the bank because though in order to win the money in the bank match like you saw they have to like the 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 case is gonna be up there and um and they're gonna take they're gonna have there's gonna be multiple ladders in play and somebody has to get up that ladder 
And if you if you have some time, I mean, I'm sure if you go on WWE.com, they have like highlights. And you mm-hmm. can watch some previous Money in the Bank matches because it's completely insane. So speaking of that, the big news this week for us, because we were talking about getting together to watch Money in the Bank. And then the other day I was at work and I was like, wait a minute. What are we doing? Money in the Bank is in Las Vegas. It's my birthday that weekend. It's Let's gonna, go to Money in the Bank. It's going to be incredible. I'm so excited. So you, I'm so jealous Like that you've never watched. I mean, you said you watched Money in the Bank last year. Two years ago. So two years ago. So you, yeah. you kind of no. watched some of it, but you, yeah. you're just like at a friend's house I may house have read out. a magazine while, while quote unquote okay. watching it. <laughs> so this is technically the first time you've ever watched a WWE pay-per-view and and you're gonna get not only are you gonna get to watch a cool WWE preview like Money in the Bank, you're gonna be there in person. It's gonna be exciting. I am so excited. Like I told after we bought our tickets, I made John take me to like get steak and potatoes. I was so excited. I'm like, I want a real <laughs> dinner. We're I'm excited. Gonna- I'm gonna be wearing my Kevin Owens KO shirt oh see i was gonna ask you what do we wear to this because i was thinking well, of dressing you up you can like wear a, whatever you want i'm gonna dress up like a get... banker and bring a briefcase and <laughs> <laughs> if you want to purchase i don't know i mean like you probably have time if you want to go to wwe shop and get a shirt i might need to um but it's up to you if you i mean if you want to get a Sami Zayn shirt and then oh. i'll have the kevin owens shirt you'll have the Sami Zayn shirt look at that and we can fight i don't know <laughs> um but um, I'll be supporting Kevin Owens. I, what? I, I uh, I'm very excited. I think I think this is it. I think he's gonna win Money in the Bank, and he's gonna be the next champion. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Sammy on this one. I mean, this is a big deal because you have to realize that out of all the people that have cashed in Money in the Bank, only two people have cashed in and not won the WWE title. One of them was John Cena, <gasps> and that's because he. He did something that no one else has done, um, and it was kind of like for his character it made sense. Mm-hmm. So usually with Money in the Bank, you can cash in whenever you want, like in the middle of a match, uh, after – so usually – Oh, crazy. Usually what's happened historically is with Money in the Bank cash-ins is whoever has the briefcase will wait until like after – so let's say like um, – so for instance, one of the most memorable cash-ins I remember – um, was Edge, I think it was, no, it was Matt Hardy. Um, no, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy had won the title in like this long, grueling, brutal match. And then CM Punk came out. So like the guy's like dead. You think, oh, yeah, that's over. He won his match. It's over. Then CM Punk comes out and cashes in. And oh, the guy's like super so weak. So he has to fight again. So, so then he can, and usually it's like a quick, like two minute thing. Like they'll do their finisher and then like they win and then they win the title. Um, heartbreakingly, I witnessed a money in the bank cash in where Daniel Bryan beat John Cena at SummerSlam in an amazing match. And then Randy Orton came down and cashed in and beat Daniel Bryan. Wow. Um, so cause Triple H, um, Triple H took out Daniel Bryan. So then, so he knocked out Daniel Bryan and then, Randy Orton came in and pinned him. Didn't so, even have to do anything. How did what did John Cena do that was so different? So what John Cena did that was different was he because he was honorable fan favorite All American John Cena, which you saw in full effect oh, yeah. on Memorial Day. Oh yeah. 
Amazing. Um, it was it was pretty funny. Speaking of that, on, on Marty and Sarah loves wrestling. Um, Marty was talking about like, does John Cena think that he served in the military? Like, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you're not like a real hero in the sense yeah. of you've never fought a battle or anything. Like, like, but I get it. Like, he takes that to the like that level. That, yeah, but I was totally. A little bit like. Like he's given this Ronald Reagan speech, yeah. <laughs> yeah. really, like a little over the top there. But I get it. I mean, it's what John, I was also, honestly thinking about: what if you were actually speaking to the troops? They're all sitting there going, uh, "Yeah, yeah, where's your? Why didn't you enlist?" <laughs> like, it, yeah, exactly. It, it, but up, it John. set up. It was that much. It set it up that much better for when uh-huh. AJ yeah. turned his turned on him. That was so, that was awesome. But so going back, I'm sorry, John Cena. Being that all-American hero that he did, he didn't consider it honorable to cash in on somebody in that normal fashion, like su- surprising them, uh-huh. and um, which kind of ruins the whole fun. Like when a, yeah. like every title match is exciting when a Money in the Bank briefcase is in play, cause yeah, it's floating could, out there, yeah. yeah. Um, so so John Cena's like, I'm not going to do that. Next week on Raw, we're going to have a, I'm going to cash in against you. I think it was Alberto Del Rio. Okay. And so then they had a match and John Cena lost. I have a note about Alberto. (laughs) I I watched part of SmackDown. I didn't finish it. I've got an interesting Uh, note for you about Alberto. Sounds like, and I don't remember his last name, Hank, the guy who does all the voices. He's a, an actor. I want to say he does. Oh, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. Yes. He totally sounds like that from the movie American Sweethearts. <laughs> my little pedal. Yes, he started but talking. My favorite. And I okay, my favorite up. thing on SmackDown when he called Sami Zayn "little paper boy." <laughs> yes, that was and like, and then Kevin Owens like started laughing. It's awesome. Like, <laughs> like that was pretty great. Yes, um, like, paper boy. Um, that was pretty awesome. Uh, um, here's something. So yeah, so John Cena lost that match. The other one. That was super embarrassing was um, a few years ago, Damien, this guy, Damien Sando, who is now no longer with a company. Um, and this is one, probably one of the reasons why he cashed. He he won the briefcase and he was like a total heel. And um, and then he cashed in against John Cena, who had who. So John Cena had like just been in a match with Alberto Del Rio mm-hmm. and like Alberto Del Rio had like totally taking him apart with like his arm submission so he basically had like one arm where he couldn't use it and he oh, still wow. managed so then Damien Sandow cashed in and I was like they're gonna give Damien Sandow the belt this is amazing and then Damien Sandow lost to John Cena so John Cena beat him with one arm basically okay. and I'm like that killed all momentum for Damien Sandow after that like you can't even beat and it was a total <laughs> joke yeah. it was very upsetting well you know um John, with all of his military experience, he's yeah. he's very well, quick he, to fight with. As one some hand. call Simona, some people on the internet call him. He is Super Cena, <laughs> um, and he does sometimes. You seem to think that it takes many, not just he'll kick out of multiple finishers. You have to. You really have to. It takes a lot to take down the Super Cena. I, um, I believe, it. as we might find out. At Money in the Bank because it seems like we're going to get AJ Styles versus John Cena, which is a dream match. Very excited. That's cool. And 
Yeah, um, I'm... yeah. So that's the history of the Money in the Bank. The most recent wow. Money in the Bank winner was Sheamus. He cashed in against Roman Reigns when Roman Reigns first won the title at Survivor Series, mm-hmm. um, and then Sheamus was the champion for like a month, and then Roman beat him, and then Roman lost to Triple H at Royal Rumble because they made the Royal Rumble match for. The WWE title, which you don't even know what the Royal Rumble match is. I really don't. The Royal Rumble, we have several months. It's every January. It's the, it's probably the second biggest pay-per-view behind WrestleMania. Um, and, uh, it's where 30, so they basically, um, every minute, so it starts off with two men in the ring and every minute a new superstar comes in and, um, so it, there's 30 entrants total and you can eliminate somebody by throwing them. The only way to eliminate somebody is by throwing them over the top rope and their feet have to hit the floor. So oh, it's wow. this crazy battle royal thing. And this year, past year, it was for the title and Roman lost because um, Triple H came in at number 30 and beat everybody. Wow. Yeah. And what what's um, the title is that for again? That was the WWE World Title. Oh, That's, so but that was that 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 had never the that hadn't happened in like years where it was the title was up on the for the battle. Usually the usually the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a title shot at WrestleMania. Okay, that's so usually what Roman it is. Reigns currently holds the title for yeah, which Met- he won at Wrestle, which he beat Triple H for at WrestleMania. I see. Got it. Yeah. All yeah. right. I'm trying to keep it all straight, yeah. but. They and then with the brand split, people don't. We're not sure what's going to happen. They may or may not have two world titles, or they could have where Roman or whoever is world champion at the time defends on both shows. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, it seemed like with the the split when they were they alluded to like sibling rivalry, rivalry, yeah, whatever. Um, and I was wondering if one sibling's going to go one way and the other the other. Well, I think they're going to have Shane on one and Stephanie on the other. That seems to be the case. But, you know, again, you don't, we don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going to happen. I, they, so on Raw, they teased that, um, the New Day, so the, the first thing that happened on Raw was the New Day came out and addressed the brand extension, bringing out Stephanie and Triple H and, um, not Stephanie Triple H, Stephanie and Shane. Triple H is still, we don't know what's going to happen with Triple H. Um, the big, uh, so yeah, so they, and then they talked about it and they, they teased that they might break up tag teams, which was yeah. one of the bad, that was a, they, I, I hope they're not going to do that because they did that the last brand split and it was bad. Why? Like, they, just cause they like broke up the Dudley boys and a couple other tag teams. But aren't and, they like, back together? Well, yeah, now. Uh, I mean, but this was years ago. This oh, was years and years ago. This is, and, and so I, I hope they don't break up the new day. I hope they don't break up, like, like Enzo Mori and Big Cass. Like, I hope they keep the tag teams. But if they do that, does each person become their own wrestler? They're not part of a. They'll be like a singles anymore. wrestler. Yeah. Like, and okay. that's what, that's one of the things they did. Like, so when they broke up the Dudley boys back then, like, Devon became the Reverend Devon, and it was like a whole preacher gimmick. Mm-hmm. And then like Bubba Ray Dudley just kind of did his own. Th- but those guys, like they've been a tag team their entire careers, so they kind of floundered. 
as singles guys. They didn't really like their design. They're they're tag team wrestlers. It'd be awesome if the one guy from New Day could just be a partner with the trombone, and that's who he sticks with. <laughs> <laughs> just him Xavier and, and Francesca too. Yes, I I nearly like had a panic attack because when they were wrestling. I, I, so I'm, it's gonna be a while until I remember names, but when they were wrestling, uh, the opposing team jumped into the ring and nearly knocked over Francesca off the mat, like. Well, Francesca, the reason why it is Francesca 2 is because the Dudleys destroyed Francesca 1. Hmm. So, well, yeah. It almost happened again, but just, well, I, more like by pure accident. Um, so, so we had the, we had the, New Day come out and then the Vaudevillains interrupted. Stephanie oh. McMahon was about to dance. Yes. Which and then the Vaudevillains interrupted that, so that was kind of a bummer. We almost saw Stephanie get a freak on. Uh, I don't know. Was it though? Because the uh, being a first timer, seeing the Vaudevillains, I loved it. <laughs> it was so what a character. So that was the first time you seen the Vaudevillains. That there. was. They're pretty entertaining. Honestly, I felt like Oh, some hipsters got together in San Francisco and decided that they wanted to become wrestlers. So that's kind of the gimmick. Um, a lot of people like some of the criticisms are that it's like it's kind of a one note thing. But I think they've shown they've they because I've seen them wrestle. They when they were in NXT, they've wrestled both good guy and bad guy. Okay, um, they have some range, and I think that they're both really. I think they're both good wrestlers. It was fun. Um, it was really fun. Yeah, I mean, one is very tall. If I remember right, um, yeah, he's English just, pretty tall. He's just kind of lazy. And he can sing, and he sang oh. on SmackDown. <gasps> this SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, see, I need to finish it now. I want to hear him sing. Yeah. Um, oh. He sang. Yeah, but they came out on SmackDown and sang. I think it was on SmackDown. I'm a fan of the Vaudevillains. I thought it was pretty. Oh fun. wait, no, it wasn't on SmackDown. It was on Main Event. Oh, Never okay. Mind. I watch the Main Event. It's like an hour. It's like a little, it's like their little short show and it's only on Hulu. Okay. It used to be like, and it's usually like, it's usually like, um, jobber matches, like just random matches, but sometimes they'll do random stuff like this week. <laughs> like sing. Like this week, like, yeah, this week the Vaudevillains came out and actually sang because Aiden English is his first gimmick in NXT. He was like a Broadway, like <sighs> singer. And he like full on sang his entrance. This totally goes back into our conversation last week about how uh, masculine the sport really is, and yeah. who can get into it. Because he had his whole thing where he's like, he'd come out and he'd be like, "Aiden English is here in the <laughs> WWE," and he did this whole thing. That's and, awesome. Uh, but he, he they actually did it because um, then they went up against Enzo and Big Cass. And they lost. I really do um, think that the Vaudevillians is like a gimmick to try and get hipsters into WWE, like oh, just to bring them totally, back. just to bring them in. <laughs> so, well, because I mean, awesome. especially Simon Gotch is like super. He's got that mustache. Yes, and uh, and then and this their outfits and all that stuff. It was, it was pretty funny. A few weeks ago, the New Day made fun of him quite a bit. They like did this whole thing where they like. Where Xavier brought out this giant like refrigerator box time machine, 
was like like a kid would make, yes. and then they like pretended to go back. In time, and they came out, and they all had mustaches on. They're like, "Why would you take us to the? That we're in the bygone era." And it's like, and then Xavier Woods is like, "No matter what era, we are the WWE Tag Team Champions." That's and, so funny. And then the Vaudevillains attacked them huh. and destroyed their time machine. Um, Boo. So, I mean, that I think I think that's that they're that's they're fun. exciting. Um, speaking of really exciting, it seems like the next tag team defense it's going to be. I can't tell. It's either gonna. I. It seems like they're t. They. I mean. Um, let's see. Uh, the. I just had a brain fart. Oh yeah, <laughs> Carl Anderson and um, Luke Gallows attack the New Day during our match on Raw. So does that mean they're gonna challenge for the tag titles at Money in the Bank? Or I mean. Um, it also seems like Big Cass and Enzo, they seem to be making a statement too. But they're yeah. kind of – it seems like they're still going after the Dudley boys. Who who were the ones who were sitting on the side and they're all, they they do the selfies? Oh, uh, yeah. That's Breeze Zongo, Tyler Breeze, and Fondango. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My Fondango guy. They are hilarious. That was pretty. They're funny. doing like a full on like Zoolander thing yes, now, which I'm a I fan. think is pretty awesome. <laughs> it's so funny, and I'm I'm really glad that they've really hit their like this. This seems to be like a finally like so they finally found something good for Fandango to do because he's kind of been not been doing a whole lot. And okay. Tyler Breeze is great, mm-hmm. and. And Again, it goes them, with the culture too, though. Like all the selfies yeah. and just the self-absorbed. I, they're nailing I, it. I love it. I think their their feud. How do you feel? Like their feud with Golden Truth seems to be pretty entertaining. Uh, yes. Well, Golden Truth. <laughs> Watching him fight in that costume, I'm just like, it's gonna rip, dude. It's gonna rip. <laughs> I. It never has. I can't. It will. <laughs> okay, I also love that on SmackDown because it's a tape show. They went back and put like a sing along thing. Yes, Gold Dust head. <laughs> I think finally I was I was laughing, going, "Wow, did they hear me last week?" Of like I had no idea what they were saying, and now they did that this was for me. Really funny. That was awesome. maybe they did. Maybe they're listening because I thought that was pretty funny. That They've was. never I've never seen them do that before. And Gold Dust little bouncing. Yes, <laughs> it was awesome. So that was pretty entertaining. Um, I want else? them to come up with something where, like, Goldust is dating Tinkerbell. And, and that's how we incorporate Disney into everything. And, and, then, and then worlds collide. <laughs> Universes collide. That'd be awesome. All right. So I have some questions that came up from okay. about Raw. Veronica's questions. Veronica's questions um, out. Here we but go. But if you have questions, you, the audience listener, or comments, you can go to uh, mbwspod.com. And click the contact form, and you can send us your questions. Yes. But for now, I love answering Veronica's questions. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck with me. So um, we have to talk about cameras, camera angles, because when I, oh my gosh, big Big E got slammed down, and the camera was at his crotch. I even took a screenshot because <laughs> I was so he basically was wearing a thong at that point and it was all crotch shot right between the legs and i'm just thinking you know as a cameraman you really gotta just go to the left just a little to the left 
And it's happened multiple times. Now I can't stop seeing like the crotch shots of all these men. <laughs> so, Maybe you're onto something. I Maybe, think I, I am. Oh man. No, there's a lot of talk. A lot of people love to slam on the internet the producer of Raw and um, his name is Kevin Gill. And um, a lot of people blame him when bad things happen on the show because oh. they just he's like a scapegoat. I, I don't think a lot of people understand what his job is, and that's why they tend to blame him when yeah. things. But he's just the director of the show. I mean, he he apparently he has Vince's ear quite a bit on like talent and other things. But again, that's a lot of internet rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, he like a lot of people criticize. Like his job as far as selecting shots that he's not the best. Um, I, I don't think it's as bad as people tend to. I mean, one live television is very hard to do. Yeah. Science. Um, but, but I think you might be onto something. There, there does seem to be a lot of crotch shots. I also don't like, um, there was times. Where it tends to get very shaky. Yes, I put that down and on I'm my like, note. Why? I, I was getting sick. I'm like, I can't. I'm dizzy. I can't watch it. What? Are you, okay, John Cena's getting hit. Got it. <laughs> like, like I swear, I had to look away. Where they actually bounce the camera. Yes. on purpose. Or the and, zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. Like to, yeah, to give I don't it think more they action. Do yeah, they. I don't like it. It was. It was. What was that movie that came out that was in first person? Oh yeah, um, hardcore Henry. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, at those moments, I'm like, yeah, this is too hardcore Henry for me. <laughs> I, if I, if you want to see really good camera work again, Lucha Underground. Yes. Um, and then uh, I don't know. I mean, like New Japan doesn't seem to have that problem. That WWE, but WWE, yeah. but I think they think it's a style. They it think is. they're doing. I think. I think Kevin Gill thinks that it's good. And a lot of people don't, and so there's I, a lot of. I think it's. Part I love that you technique of wrestling that it makes yeah. it look more technical or like he more hardcore um, yeah. because it's adding action to it. But really, yeah. it's just making all of us <laughs> sick to our stomach. I find it very amusing that you, in the first two episodes of this show, you have already clued into the two big criticisms. That a lot of the internet has about the WWE product. The first one being the announcing, mm. and the second one being the camera. <laughs> it was meant to be. I was born to be in the WWE universe. There you go. You found your as a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, not as a wrestler. Just to yeah. qualify that. All right. There my other go. question is: What the hell does woo 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 mean? <laughs> oh. What was that? Zack Ryder. That is Zack Ryder's cheer. Um, so I don't know if you hear his opening, his, his entrance song, when it first starts, he says, woo, 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 uh. you know it. And that's where it comes from. That's his like little cheer. So Zack Ryder is an interesting character because for many years he was the favorite of the internet. Um, the internet fan base. He even made his own championship called the Internet Championship. <laughs> and so basically, like, Zack Ryder, he kind of has this, like, it was even more so back in the day. It was like a Jersey Shore. He had, like, super, but Long Island, like, Long Island. He's from Long Island. Okay. He was the Long Island Iced Z. 
the the That's broski. a stretch. That's a stretch. Um, I need a I need a brand. I need a brand. <laughs> yeah. And 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 he wasn't nothing was really happening with him, so he kind of got himself over. He made this internet show and it was huge. Like oh. it was the first big WWE like it was when WWE wasn't even paying attention to YouTube really. Wow. And then meanwhile Zack Ryder had like over a million followers on Twitter. He was one of the first people to do that, like first wrestlers. He had like a ton of hits. His YouTube channel was just blowing up. His videos are blowing up. And then, and then at first WWE was like kind of embracing it, like, hey, look, this guy is like getting. And then I think there's a lot of theories on what happened, but a lot of people think that Vince McMahon got upset that he got over on his own, and like he didn't, you know, he was like doing all this stuff on his own, and. And, and then it kind of, I don't know, but then he like, so then like he got kind of pushed back down to where he was not doing anything. And he, Boo. and then like his, like a lot of his social media is him like tweeting from like catering <laughs> and like <laughs> hanging out, not doing anything. Yeah. What's up guys? Um, sad. It got to the point where he was, he was United States champion for a while. Like that was like the height of it. Yeah. And he was like getting, like he was selling a lot of merchandise and just for whatever reason, Vince doesn't see him as the guy and, or anywhere near the guy, not even like mid card guy. Yeah. So he's kind of stuck. So every once in a while though, he'll come back up and, and he has a, like a huge following. Like people, <laughs> yeah. And people love channel. So, so, he won the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania um, this year, and a lot of people think that was the WWE kind of being like, "All right, here's your moment. Yeah, enjoy it." Yeah, <laughs> and then the next night on Raw, Miz beat him. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know if I'm into the woo woo woo. Like, I was just... his finisher is the Broski boot, <laughs> and that's Love when it. he like he does like a kick, and then he also has the Rough Rider. Where he does like this. If that's not gay, I don't know what it's like. Yeah. (laughs) This sport is awesome. (laughs) This is just going. Okay, so speaking of homosexuality, um, AJ Styles coiffed hair. I. I appreciate. He's got a mom. He's got a mom bob. He totally does. Mom hair. I I appreciate that it's not wet, but I'm just going. Um, your hair's very pretty tonight. (laughs) Like, and he actually. I like like it a lot better. And he runs his fingers through it. I'm just going. You're like a a suave commercial. It's like a soccer mom haircut. He totally needs to like start representing shampoos, like as sponsors on his shirt. It was yeah, he does have pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty great hair. I, I mean, compared to he used to have like a bowl cut. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like super, like just short, like almost like a bowl cut. Like when he was back when he was wrestling. If you look at like his older, he's never been like one. He's all business. Yeah. And but now he's got. But he, and now the I I I don't know how you feel about this, but um, I guess you don't since you aren't familiar. But the club. The name, the club. The reason why they call it the club is because they can't call it what they want to call it, which is the Costco? Bullet Club. Oh. <laughs> well, because the Bullet Club is a trademark of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and so to go back with the so to give you a little yeah. history lesson on that. Um, so New Japan usually when when they bring in foreign wrestlers, they're all bad. They're usually bad guys. Even if you're a good guy in America. Um, the traditionally in Japan, they, they, they will boo 
the for the big bad foreigners. Yeah, totally. You know? Especially um, Americans. Like so, like Hulk Hogan when he wrestled in Japan was a bad guy. Oh, that's he was awesome. a heel. Um, and so, like even Hulk Hogan, the only like real big baby face that even didn't couldn't even get booed in Japan was Andre the Giant. I, I don't even know if it's if Andre it's, the Giant. I think it's more foreshadowing because isn't Hulk Hogan like the bad guy now? Well, <laughs> for other reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, so they, so um, you haven't seen him yet because you haven't watched NXT, and he's not. He hasn't brought been brought up to the main roster. But one of the the former NXT champion, he's one of the big guys in NXT. His name's Finn Balor. He has a dual personality of the demon. And when he wrestles in big main event, usually championship matches, he'll come out wearing this crazy face paint and he looks like a demon. Yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome. And so when he came to New Japan, he, he started wrestling. He's from Ireland and, um, and then when he, and then he started and then he was wrestling in, uh, in around Ireland and England and then he went to Japan and then when he got, when he got big, when he got pretty big in Japan, he started a group, a stable with Carl Anderson and um, some of the other foreign guys in in New Japan, and they were called the Bullet Club. And they like started gun bullets. Yeah, like okay. guns, like yeah. And they had like their logo is like a skull and guns. Got it. And. Like military insignia, like if you look up Bullet Club, you'll see their shirts and all stuff. And you'll, without fail, now at any wrestling event, like you'll see it at Raw, you'll see it everywhere. There will be lots of people with Bullet Club T-shirts. It's like the cool shirt to wear. Okay. And um, because it's kind of harkening back to the NWO, which was the big, um, that was Hulk Hogan's bad guy faction in the mm-hmm. late nineties in WCW when Hulk Hogan became a bad guy. Ooh. And so it's kind of this like, but they're so bad that they're like cool. Yeah. And the people and the Japanese fans started embracing it and it got huge. Like they sell crazy amounts of t-shirts and, and, and so Finn Balor was their leader. And then, um, when Finn Balor was gonna go to WWE, and they brought in AJ Styles into New Japan, and AJ Styles became the leader of the Bullet Club. And they kicked out Finn Balor in storyline, and then he went to WWE. So then AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows, and then some other guys. They brought in some other foreign wrestlers, and there it was huge. Like it was huge. And AJ Styles won the IWGP Heavyweight Title, and they were a big. Mm-hmm. Big deal in wrestling, like huge. Okay. And and it kind of took the wrestling world by storm. So now WWE brings in – they sign AJ Styles and Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. And they – I think there was an attempt where they were trying to trademark Bullet Club in the United States. Yeah. And then New Japan was like, wait a minute. You can't do that. Like we own this. Wait. Nice try. I think they should become the Mullet Club. It would totally resonate here. <laughs> well, so so it's weird because in NXT they do sell T-shirts that look exactly like Bullet Club T-shirts, except they're called it's the Balor Club, like for Finn Balor. Oh, and and then Finn Balor is constantly, if you go on his social media, he is constantly tweeting pictures of him with AJ Styles, of him like Bullet Club. So 
everyone on the internet assumes that at some point Finn Balor is going to come up to WWE and then he's going to join and they're going to become the Balor Club. Mm. But I don't know. Like, it just seems dumb that they're calling it the club. Yeah. Like, we all know. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of, I, I like that the New Day made fun of that. Oh, I did too. I thought they did They're like, what kind of club? A, what are we talking yeah. about? What are the dudes? Like, oh. Like, <laughs> and then, like, they awesome. just, I was like, I'll show you dudes. You pay for it with your, like, I don't yeah. know. It's kind of. Sweat and tears. kind of good, good trash talk yes. there. But yeah, that so that's awesome. where we're at. That's where the name the club comes from. See, and I was thinking, I didn't know if it was like, oh, are you a dance club? Or are you, <laughs> like, oh, or then I was thinking like a club, like a hammer club like oh maybe that's like it's a weapon (laughs) it is kind of unprecedented that there is this big giant heel faction they're active in wwe the bullet club is still going strong in new japan with the young bucks and kenny omega and some of the other guys there and then the young then the, the same bullet club they also are active in ring of honor okay and so that's three different places where these guys are operating wow um and 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 then and then and now the big rumor on so here's some here's some rumor mill which here's the thing also to educate you as a new wrestling fan (laughs) everything you read on the internet about like rumors about wrestling yeah you should not believe anything (laughs) like you'll be because you can read somewhere like oh i heard this person's coming to this and they're signing this and there's and a lot of it is just people make stuff up to get page views yeah. Um, well, yeah. And there are a couple legitimate journalists out there in the wrestling world. One of them, whose name you might might pop up from time to time when you're reading on the internet, his name's Dave Meltzer. He writes a newsletter called The Wrestling Observer. He's been doing it since the 80s. Wow. And a lot of the internet dirt sheets, as they're called, they just steal his news, or they'll 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 twist it around and kind of come up with their own stuff. But it's really there's only a few guys that are actually do actual reporting and have actual sources. I did most start people, following most wrestlers, uh, like main name, big name wrestlers. There you go on Twitter, and I started following like some certain WWE stuff on Facebook, just to kind of okay. stay in the know, get a feel. Yeah. I can't say that I will read regularly on WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I rather well, let me like, tell you, experience Kevin it Owens. <laughs> Tweets are very entertaining. Uh, there's a lot of guys on Twitter that are really entertaining. That's like awesome. the New Day guys are great. Um, Big E's really funny. He's got like good, his Vine game's pretty strong. I like that they do their own social. I have a lot of respect for that. That's not easy. You know who doesn't have any social media and I like the fact that he doesn't? Who? Dean Ambrose. Ah, uh, that's like, all. Nope. That makes sense. Nope. Screw not this shit. <laughs> I don't need and then, but then it's also, you get some random stuff like, Rusev talks about sports a lot, like hockey and <laughs> rugby. Okay. You can tell the thing that he's really into. Mm-hmm. But then every once in a while, he'll treat, tweet like some really funny thing at like some other wrestler. <laughs> like, um, but I, I really love Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens will actively like, if fans tweet him things and like, if they're misspelled, he'll make fun of them. If, if a guy's like particularly rude to him, if somebody's, he'll like, find something embarrassing in their Twitter and like retweet it or like he'll blow up their Twitter picture and be like, Hey, you look like a giant idiot. Like, like, so he's very much Kevin Owens on Twitter and also fun pictures of him at the zoo with his son. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm so still things like that. Sammy Zayn is still my guy, but Sammy Zayn's your guy. But yeah, so this so the big rumors riff. right now. Um, there's a couple big ones. Um, the biggest one that I read lately was that. Um, so there's rumors again regarding the brand split and what's going to happen as far as like, and also where where Triple H plays into all this. Yeah. Since he hasn't been seen on television since losing the WWE title WrestleMania, some people think that. Triple H is going to be, during the brand split, is going to lead a group from NXT. Like, because they need to fill in the SmackDown and Raw ranks. So there's going to be people from NXT coming up. And some people think Triple H is going to come up with them. um, Like, be their leader. Okay. Other people think that Triple H is going to get in a feud with Seth Rollins. Because that's what they were teasing before Seth Rollins got hurt. So you never know that could happen, and like I would love to see a Seth Rollins Triple H match. I think that would be good. I'm liking Seth. I have to admit, again, uh, probably for him about seventy percent off of looks and the rest <laughs> off of wrestling. But well, you haven't even seen him wrestle yet, but he's no, a great wrestler. I looked up some got... videos just to kind of see okay. what his style would be. Yeah, he can do just about everything. He's a great. He can. He can fly. He can. Tactical wrestle, well, can do it all. Anyone who could fly, I mean, <laughs> you're winning yeah. in my book. Yeah. Um, so, so that's I'm excited to see what'll happen with that. Um, I also another random rumor that seems to be popping up is that the WWE is very interested in um, former Ring of Honor champion, former pro wrestling guerrilla champion, current Bullet Club member Adam Cole, who is a cocky heel type character um very good friends with kevin owens and has wrestled pretty much all with all those guys and there's rumors that they're going to be bringing bringing him in um to nxt once they bring up a bunch of guys like because you know they're still going to need like really solid people in nxt so nxt is like freshmen pretty much and then even below freshmen it's like like it's like minor leagues Junior high. Oh, junior high is rough for everyone. <laughs> and then, okay, so then it goes to Raw? Well, then it's just the up. main roster. Oh, like, they okay. bring them up. So, but I mean, we don't, with the brand split, there's rumors that there's going to be some people from NXT on Raw, some people on NXT from SmackDown. But there's that's also, main roster. Both of those are. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There's also a, this is just, here's the thing about, and this is where the internet world gets stupid. Because all it takes is for for a story to really get traction is for like one person, like one name person to like start talking about it. Mm-hmm. So there's this former WWE wrestler who's not even wrestling anymore. His name's Taz and he has a radio show and a podcast. And he said, um, oh, yeah, what the WWE should do is since Raw is three hours and that's too long. They should take an hour of Raw and make that NXT and then have two hours of Raw. And and now everybody – like and then if you looked on the internet, you would think that that was fact, that that was happening. Oh, wow. And that's where people inter- – like um, this is where sometimes wrestling fans, um, their their ability to like discern truth <laughs> um, – is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's sometimes I'm like, come on, guys, we're better than this. Because people will be like, well, they'll rally around these stories like they're true. And then when they don't happen, they get upset. And I'm like, it was all bogus. Like, 
I don't um, I don't know if this is just a wrestling fan thing or if it's just human nature in general because look at celebrities. Maybe you're right. Happens with them all the time as well. But it's just crazy in the small world of wrestling. Yeah, news travels and gets and gets brought into like fact like so fast like like it's just ridiculous. Like people are like like it became like. Like, by the time WrestleMania happened this year, everyone's like, so, Shane McMahon's gonna beat Undertaker, and there's gonna be a brand split, and that's gonna happen. Like, that was basically awesome. Jeez. I'm like, we have no f- truth that that's gonna happen. You're just basically going, and then sure enough, Undertaker beat Shane McMahon, and then they, but then, but then the things got really weird, because, so the, so there was an Undertaker-Shane McMahon match at WrestleMania, and the whole stipulation was that if Undertaker wins, Shane McMahon goes away forever. If Shane McMahon wins, he gets control of Raw. Oh. Undertaker won, but then Shane, but then Vince came out on Raw the next night. It was like, uh, Shane, you did pretty great in that match. So I'm going to let you have, you can, you can control Raw just for tonight. Which kind of negated everything that just happened storyline wise, which goes back to what we we're talking about last week where what's going on with the writers on this <laughs> I show? Know. Like, um, so yeah, so then Shane's like, so then Shane took control of Raw, and then the next week he was there, and then the week after, and Vince was like, no, he's doing a pretty good job. And then, he did the whole thing at, um, at, ex- like, I think it was at Extreme Rules, or Payback, I don't remember, now, I've already lost, I think it was a Payback, <laughs> where he's like, where, I think it was Payback, where he's like, he made this big announcement, where he's like, alright, Shane, you're good, but Stephanie's also good, so you're both gonna run raw and that's where we're at now yeah but something tells me though the writers have a story and they're going down the road and then vince just kind of inserts himself and that seems to be the case a lot of because vince it's been shown over history that vince will change his mind on something like at the drop of the hat yeah like at the last second isn't ideal but at the same time the brand's still going so yeah you know they kind of go with it i mean not that they yeah. have a choice <laughs> and they kind of fly by say their pants which kind of is frustrating in the long run yeah like because a lot of storylines get kind of thrown to the wayside yeah and um it becomes you'll 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 see very quickly like who vince really likes yeah. and who gets a lot of the and and sometimes and that and that brings that I think it's it, it, and that's why you get a lot of these angry WWE fans who seem to hate watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I just it. I try to look for the best and everything, and I'm like, if it, the the sooner you realize that your guy probably isn't gonna be heavily featured, but you can learn to enjoy when he is. Mm-hmm. Um, the sooner you'll enjoy things, the less angry you'll be yeah just because it's easy to get angry like oh roman 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 oh this 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 um and 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 but but i think there's so much more to there's enough to enjoy it's like a variety show yeah that's what i was gonna say it's like vaudeville if you will (laughs) so yeah you're just getting a little bit of everything which i think i like because if it's helping me assimilate because i am i'm seeing more (laughs) Of the big picture each week. Yeah. Rather than just focusing on one character. So, I like it. I have a question right. about, um, I don't know, I don't remember his name now. Shoot. Mark? He's on Total Divas. He's the behind the scenes guy. He's like a... Oh, VP yeah. Mark, talent. um... Carano, yeah. Yeah. 
Is he nice? Because he kind of seems like a dick. (laughs) Um, I think he, on Total Divas, it seems like they play him both ways. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, I've heard, like, there's different, you can read on the internet, like, different things that people say, like, Mm -hmm. different, because basically what happens is when wrestlers leave, they do these, they're called shoot interviews, where you can, to to make a little bit of money, they'll sell a DVD Uh where it's them just no holds barred. They yeah, just, let it out. But but it can also that. But then but then then you start to wonder how much of that is a is 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 bogus because are they really going to burn bridges? Right. Some guys do, Some but it's probably a bad idea because the business is so small. Yeah. And Everyone and like each other. And if you want to have a job. You learn to not do that. Right. Um, Unless you're going to go do. be a barista yeah. or something then. <laughs> if you're leaving, who's have that? So sometimes word gets out, but I haven't really heard a whole lot about Mark Carano. But, I mean, that's got to be a tough job because basically you're Vince's voice. Yeah. And you got to tell people like, like, oh, you're not going to be doing this. You're going to be doing this. Um, you gotta stand, and also handling all the different personalities, cause you just see him interacting with the divas, mm-hmm. he's also, in, like, he's in charge of everybody. Yeah. And the, so, the, and the divas alone are a handful. I know, but it doesn't seem like, it's not, um, I don't know, he definitely seems like the boss. Like, they, not even, what am I trying to say? They respect him, but it's more out of fear. Yeah. Not like well, yeah, loyalty I mean, and like, oh, this is a really good leader. No, I, I have to go talk to Mark. I really hope he doesn't yell at me. <laughs> like, well, because I mean, well, like, he's leadership. the one where if, yeah, if you're in trouble, up, I like, mean, it's your Go talk job. to dad. <laughs> well, that was like, did you see the one where, was that in season five where Paige was going to get that crazy tattoo? No. But okay, she. There was an episode where Paige was like, I'm going to get, get get a tattoo right on my chest. Oh. And Mark Carano's like, no, you're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> what you want to. No, she and Foxy got in trouble, though. Well, not. Oh, but well, not they, really when they in got trouble. in a freaking motorcycle crash because they're just driving motorcycles around. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. This one was apparently. That wasn't they the were out drinking okay. and oh. someone at the bar was like trying to instigate. When they got in a fight. Them. But they yeah. didn't. But they ended up walking away. But it was all, like, filmed and it was just irritating or whatever. And it did, like, go viral. And so he called him in about that. But And they were really worried that they were going to be in big trouble. And <laughs> he just – I think he told them, like, you guys need to settle. Settle down. And, and really not be in those situations. But Yeah. And I, they get – but they get in that stuff all the time. Yeah. So, well, that's Paige. <laughs> She wouldn't be herself if she was not in a bar at some point in the day. Like. So speaking of Paige, we talk, I, I had meant to talk about this last week and I didn't get around to it. Um, I don't know if you saw this. This was, I mean, again, like you're just now getting on the internet and all this stuff as far as wrestling goes. But, um, so some pictures popped up in the world a few weeks ago at, from Disney World. Um, <gasps> Alberto Del Rio and Paige are a couple. What? Right what? Yeah. Okay, but does he really talk like that? Because I would never be able to take him seriously. I don't know. I mean, he talks like Alberto Del Rio. Like, I mean, he's from Mexico. I know, but he really does sound like Hank Azura from American <laughs> Sweethearts. Like, the super, like, yeah. Oh, I see it. I'm totally looking it up right now. 
<gasps> so yeah, so they're that's and, crazy. And, yeah, so uh, Del Rio he split up with his wife. He has a wife and children, but I guess they split up. That's sad. So yeah, so now, but like the age difference, like because there's a pretty big age difference. Yeah, because she's like 23. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that'll do it. I know. I was so excited though when I found out that John and I are the same He's age. He's 39. So there's like a 16 year. Yeah, that's. I guess that's not too bad. Uh, mm. <laughs> Plus, he's Alberto Del Rio. I mean, like. I mean, I don't know. See, that doesn't work for me. All right. I'll take it. I get it. Date date people in your business. Wow. That's great. All right. Getting a lot of. Is she going to be on uh, Total Divas next season? Do you know? Um, is Paige? I don't know. I, that, that, I, I hope so because I want to see more of this Paige Alberto Del Rio. There are times when Paige was doing her makeup. Uh, and she wouldn't have like red lips. She kind of did like this brown lips that I'm like, wow, you look a lot like, uh, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> and so that's not a compliment, but I'm first <laughs> like, it was kind of crazy. Speaking of which, Disneyland and wrestling. Here we go. Last weekend, John and I go to Disney, went to Disneyland with friends and mm-hmm. I'm not, oh, it was Memorial Day. Oh my gosh. I don't know why <laughs> I drank the Kool-Aid. Every other person to me, I'm like, he looks like a wrestler. Oh, that person looks like a wrestler. <laughs> I'm seeing wrestlers everywhere. We just went to Home Depot. I'm like, yep, that guy's a wrestler. We bought furniture at Ashley Furniture a couple weeks ago, and I told John, oh, our sales guy, he could totally be a WWE wrestler. Like, so now, into it. now I'm on this kick where I'm like, everyone looks like a wrestler. So I'll definitely be reading my Us magazine to see, like, if actually any wrestlers were at Disneyland for Memorial Day because I'm not going to be labeled crazy. No, everyone. And I've, I've noticed too, I'm starting to wear darker makeup, like more makeup and darker. <laughs> it's influencing me. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's true what they say. <laughs> you become what you watch. So I just can't wait to, uh, hulk out and <laughs> start wrestling. <laughs> I'm on my way. It's, gonna be it's awesome. exciting. Oh, I'm excited! In SmackDown, uh, there was a part. It was, it was her name, Dana. She does the interviews. Dana, oh, Bl- you mean um, blonde? Are you talking about uh, Renee? Yeah, Renee. She had to go that outside. That is Dean Ambrose's girlfriend. Yes. Oh yeah. When Baron got, Corbin's yes, like standing, he's like, in. "I refuse to enter the arena because." Dolph Ziggler, yes. like the fans, like because that because there was that match on Raw where like Dolph Ziggler's like we're gonna have a technical wrestling match and then yes. he just kicked Baron kicked Corbin in the, in the balls, balls. So um, which I thought was pretty great. Was and great. then Baron Corbin standing outside the arena, and there's just like cars going by, and then he just like goes out into the I street. I totally like, had. If, how crazy would that be if Baron Corbin just got hit? <laughs> My notes literally said Regina George. <laughs> like, yeah. Regina George incident where like, what if, a bus just like, comes he's and like, takes him out. He's like, I'm out of here, Renee. He just like turns around and just bam, Renee. Bam. And then Renee's just like covered in blood. <laughs> I think I would have loved it. <laughs> you could kind yeah, of there see was like, him like pause though like, and like There was like traffic the going by and he just walked right. Th- I don't know. I know. Seems- I'm so glad I wasn't the only one with that thought because I was just like, hmm, that's interesting. Like. <laughs> That was weird. That was weird. <laughs> it just, it really would have been better if you got hit by a car. 
<laughs> it would have been awesome. And then I uh, Lana introducing Ruzev. And oh, I, yeah. they were dating. They're not anymore. In real life, they are engaged. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I heard the announcer say that they were together. Well, and yeah. talked I, past tense, so maybe they're characters or something. But Well, I think they're still together on the sh- in, in storyline, too. Oh, like, okay. Because she introduced them. So um, they're just, I don't know what they're... They, they had a whole... Like, there was a whole big thing where first... Lana like left Rusev for um, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, good. And then I, I and then agree with that. Cool. And then they did this whole thing where because in real life Lana and Rusev like they announced their engagement on TMZ and then Slim WWE was like, "Oh, never mind. That was um Lana Slim Lana like left Ziggler and was like I never loved you <laughs> and I still love." And I'm like and I'm like, and I guess because, and then like Vince was really mad that they announced that because then they had to change their story. And I'm like, that didn't make any sense to me because I'm like, since when are we like, because they're like, you got to keep. Life. Yeah. It's like, since when I'm like, wrestling is fake. You keep saying it's a TV show. And yet now you're trying to make it reflect reality. Make up your goddamn mind. Yes. Like, because, because, because he's like, oh no, we're like a, we're like, we're like Game of Thrones. We're like this. I'm like. I'm like what? on Dexter, and like we're like because I could get that. Like you want to be like a like a fictional TV show, but then I'm like yet on Dexter when Anthony um, when Michael Anthony Michael Hall, yeah. Michael, <laughs> wrong, Michael, wrong show. Michael C Hall yes. and the girl that was playing Deborah when they broke up in real life they didn't like break up in all, the when show. They, well, also they were brother and sister on the show, right. so they didn't have them dating on the show in real like that yeah. doesn't make sense. I think like, he's going so, for to try and keep that confusion. Is this real? Is it not real? Is it real? Yeah, <laughs> and like that's and that's it's where a weird the world how, I lived in. It's weird how they try and blur those lines on some things and other things. They just because I'm like, know. so you're saying that this show is real now, mm-hmm. like this is all real, except Bray Wyatt can like call down lightning from. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, come on, like can we you, like stop? yeah, pick a lane and so drive in it. Like if it's a, if it's a fictional TV show, let it be a fictional TV show, right. and. I don't know. So that was kind of weird. If it is fictional, I totally vote going the Game of Thrones direction. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like, well, we then need more you nudity. Like <laughs> so, if you want to like bat shit crazy, that's definitely like Lucha Underground again. Like, has people rising from the dead, yes. killing each other. There we go. Like time traveling, <laughs> turning into dragons. Okay, it, that seriously is like Doctor Who meets. <laughs> It's Game of Thrones awesome. meets So WWE. I still recommend Lucha. everybody should watch Lucha Underground. There you go. Um, also, you were talking about masks and costumes yes. and stuff. It's all there, baby. Well, there it is. So, uh. Uh, but yeah, um, I, so, so yeah, so there, so Rusev and Lana are a couple, they're gonna be on Total Divas this next season, and I think they're gonna, so they're getting married in September, so that's probably be when they film like the season six finale. It'll probably be their wedding. So what is she gonna do yeah. about her accent? Because her accent drives me they s- nuts. They're it's saying so on bad. Total Divas, they're not gonna be using their accents, either of them. Okay. Oh, he has an, see, his is fine to me. I, well, his is real, but I think. Yeah. But Hers he, but he be, is not, for, and yeah, it's totally. Oh, bogus. it's so um, bad. But for his character, he because like when he talks normal, he doesn't have an accent. Okay, but he that's kind of he, he just brings it out. It when, yeah, yeah, for which makes sense. Because, um, yeah, I, I, 
I so you got to see Rusev. Well, I guess you didn't finish. I didn't. Rusev, I was in the middle of his fight. So then he fought Jack Swagger, mm-hmm. who um, Jack Swagger. That was they. They had a big like high profile feud before Jack Swagger became like where nobody cares about him. Um, <laughs> although even at the time, it kind of brought Jack Swagger back into prominence where. He, because before he had been having kind of this like tea party type thing where he's like, like you know the whole like we the people, but it was kind of yeah. this whole like overzealous like they were going after like wrestlers who weren't American, <laughs> and they were called that's why they're the real Americans. But then they kind of turned it into this good guy thing when he went up against Rusev. But then they made Rus since Rusev was like this indestructible guy, he beat Jack Swagger. And that was like a SummerSlam match like two years ago. Okay. And people like really were behind Swagger because they were so anti. It's anti. It, it, yeah. It's a little. I, I get a little bit. I think I get a little weirded out at the xenophobia mm-hmm. in WWE and I, and among the WWE universe. Like. <laughs> phone. Never mind. Like uh like. When people like just automatically boo the foreign guy yes. and like chanting USA, yes. that's a little bit troubling to me. Um, but when they, but then they, then they'll play up these big like foreign bad guys. But I'm also like, come on, guys, it's 2016. Yeah, we're still doing this. But I like Rusev because I think he has likable qualities. Um, but I think they're still trying to be like big bad foreigner again. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he keeps rubbing it in like that a foreigner has the USA title. Like it's part of the, yeah. part of but, the thing. But I, they're not doing it to such the extreme that they were when it was like swagger the all American against. So, so now it's just like this kind of throwaway match. The wow, phone is noisy. Blowing up. I know, right? Um, so. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That was just a quick match. Whereas at one point that was the SummerSlam. That was one of the big matches on SummerSlam. When I went to SummerSlam where we watched, um, I went with my friend Jesse and we saw Jack Swagger against Rusev and people were going crazy. This dude next to us was like screaming so loud for Jack Swagger. <laughs> I'm like, I would love to be as into anything as much as that is into Jack Swagger. He's like screaming. Cause, and I'm like, that's how this guy really thinks like Rusev is going, if Rusev wins that like we're all going to become Russians. Like, <laughs> this guy thinks that like the fate of our country is at yes. stake right now. Um, like it's pretty crazy when you see people get that into it, which you will see. Oh yeah, on the seventeenth. I'm, I'm in, sorry, June nineteenth. I'm very excited. I still, I still can't believe that I'm going to be going with you to I a live event, so and that's your excited. first. I hope you don't get freaked out. Oh, I. Like, I, hope, I did. I, I did John, tell John. I'm I just, like, I I'm just curious what John. How, <laughs> like, what is John? What did John say when it's like, hey, let's go to this? He's so excited. He's, He's more excited? excited over me being how excited. I mean, I'm not kidding. I was like. Jumping up and down, super stoked, stoked about the hotel situation, like got that hookup. I I am beyond excited. I've been telling everyone at work and they're all looking at me. I even got a comment on Facebook because I post on Facebook like, who's going to WWE and me? And, and somebody's like, this is a whole other side. I did not know existed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been, it's been fun. But um, yeah, I am, I don't know. I'm just super stoked. And I'm trying to like, so I made a list of some of the chants that started taking place so that I would know what to say, not that I wouldn't. Well, do you know what to chant 
for your boy, Sami Zayn? I don't. So this goes back to when he was El Generico, but you'll, and you'll hear it. Um, people chant the, it's like the, the soccer chant, the ole, 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 ole. Oh, yeah. Ole. Oh, that's um, cool. Because that goes back to when he was El Generico. Okay. And people have been doing that for him ever since then. Got it. And then, um, and then that's kind of the big one. Um, uh, how crazy was the Let's Go Cena versus AJ Styles chant? That was insane. You, you, okay, you could tell that AJ was like beyond stoke. Like yes. that was probably a highlight of his career. Not only is he finally in the same ring as John Cena, which is a place that he's been trying to get to for the last 11, 12 years. Yeah. 13 years. But he is getting, he's right there. Cause most of the time when John Cena's in a ring, um, and this is how you can tell how big somebody is. He gets in the ring with somebody else. They're usually chanting, let's go Cena. Mm-hmm. Cena sucks. Uh, which all the eyes are on Cena. Yeah. Nobody usually cares about yeah. his opponent. When the, when you're getting a let's go AJ, yes. let's go Cena chant, that means you are on the same level. That and is that's, so cool. And, and that was, um, that was crazy. So that was, I have a question. That Do was you a think big deal. there are plants in the audience to start those chants? Um, there's rumors. There are some WWE fans that, um, frequently appear. There's this guy, sign guy, um, <laughs> that is always, he's, he's a tons of events. I actually met him at WrestleMania. Nice. There's, um, Mick Foley's daughter, Noelle, is dating this guy named Frank the Clown, <laughs> and he always dresses up as a clown. So scary. Um, he's a weird dude, wow, but he's, he's a nice so guy. Scary. Um, but I think there I'm are just some put guys this out there. Women, if your guy is wearing a clown costume, just say no. Run well, away. That's apparently not Noel okay. is into it. No. I don't know. <laughs> um, do you have WWE Network yet? I don't know. I keep asking. I keep forgetting to ask John. He's in charge. Well, of if you're going to want to wa- start watching the pay per views, I All would right, highly recommend it. it. And you can also watch a ton of other stuff. But so one of the things that is going to be on WWE Network, we're talking about Frank the Clown, is the Foley's, Noelle Foley, her dad, Mick Foley, also known as Mankind. They're going to have a show called Holy Foley. (laughs) And it's like a reality show of their family. And Noelle wants to become a wrestler. Oh, okay. Which that should be interesting. But the other reason why I say get WWE Network, there's an awesome WWE 24 that just came out. It's like their documentary series. Oh, okay. And – they made one about Seth Rollins' return at Extreme Rules, cool. and it's really good because it's like the whole trajectory of his career. They show like some of his matches in Ring of Honor. His, they show clips from his first his, – one of his first matches ever was with AJ Styles, yeah. um, and they talk about that. It's really good, and his whole comeback. He really worked his butt off to get back because he was supposed to be out longer. And he worked really hard. Cena also worked really hard. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be again like this is a big deal. Both Cena and Seth Rollins, their first matches are going to be at Money in the Bank, Ugh. and hopefully they're hopefully we gotta just hope Rollins holds up, Cena holds up, and Cena AJ. That's going to be a good. I think that's gonna. That's going to be the match. Yeah. I, I'm excited for that match. I'm excited for the Money in the Bank match. But Rollins Reigns is also going to be crazy. But here's the thing. Um, we are building to SummerSlam. So I could see some um, shenanigans happening in some of these matches. So that lead to a rematch at SummerSlam, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, that's clever. We'll see. How fun. And the Money in the Bank, but... 
here's here's another thing. If they do the money in the bank match early in the card, mm-hmm. like let's say first or second, that means that whoever wins that briefcase could possibly cash in the briefcase later in the night. Got it. Wow. It's going to be amazing. That's, it's going to be That's so rarely epic. happened. Um like for instance Seth Rollins had the briefcase a couple years ago and he waited all the way until the next WrestleMania wow. to cash it in. Okay. Cuz you have 1 year okay. 365 days to cash it in. To cash it and in. so Seth but as I talked about before Seth Rollins did something nobody had ever done and he cashed it in during a match. And they don't do this for the women. There's no women equivalent no. to this. That would be cool. There's people are talking about it. Women climbing they, ladders. I <laughs> they're like clawing. They, I've at never. I still have never. I've never. They did have women's hardcore matches back in the day, but I think they're kind of. It's it's kind of treading lightly where it's it comes different. to like those kind of really violent matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I they need to it. find something that's like a better niche for women. You know, they've never. I've never even seen a women's cage match, which. That could be interesting. Oh yeah, could also be bad. I've I don't ever I've never seen a women really bleed on WWE television, and that would a, a cage match would probably that lead can go to, so many directions right now. It's not even funny. Cage matches usually lead to blood. We're sponsored by uh, Kotex and tampons right now. That's all. That's all. I mean, you went there. Um. So speaking about the that women, awesome. um, it's um, something big did happen in the women again. This was on main event. I don't know why they did this on main event and nobody watches. <laughs> Sasha Banks had her first match in like over a month. Oh, wow. Um, she beat Summer Rae on main event and makes it sound like she's coming after the title. So hopefully she'll show up this week on Raw. Okay. Because um, she's my favorite. Yeah, I remember. And, I uh, think I saw her in Total Divas as like a background kind of whatever. But yeah. So then they had a thing. They had a they had a match with Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But then, um, but then uh, Dana Brooke like broke it up. She like grabbed. Yeah. So I, I mean, I guess that's what they're like. So now Dana Brooke's kind of Charlotte's like muscle, basically. I guess. I guess. Like I, I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna do like there's been rumors for a long time if they're gonna do so. Ric Flair, his stable was called the Four Horsemen okay. when he was um, when he was NWA WCW World Champion. Her dad, Ric Flair, right. um, he had the Four Horsemen. So there's been rumors for a long time that they're gonna do a Four Horse Women oh, with clever. Charlotte, and I could see where it's like Charlotte. And now, because in NXT, the Four Horsewomen, that was just what they called the big, that they had their group. And it was Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, and um, Bailey. And, but that's obviously, that's like, that was just something they called themselves. But I could see where they do an actual faction with like Charlotte and then like um, Dana Brooks, like the muscle. And then maybe they'll bring in like a couple other women from NXT, like, I'm trying to think of some other like heel, like Alexa Bliss, maybe. Hmm. I don't know you haven't seen her. She's Mm-mm. she's small, but she's fierce. Hmm. And uh, maybe some other feisty. women. Four horse women does not roll off the tongue. And it doesn't. I feel but like I, could, I know it's but really it has sexist, that pedigree but it needs to have like my 
My Little Ponies. (laughs) (laughs) And think about it. All the bronies can come out. I mean, they could have a huge fan base if they go with My Little Ponies or like the four unicorns or like. Well, the unicorns, that's the New Day kind of have the unicorn. Oh, that's true. They're, they're rocking. Okay, let me as a, as somebody that's totally like new to all this. What have you seen the New Day unicorn horns that people wear? No. Oh, they, I'm sure they're gonna bust okay. it out though for the event. Oh well, they you, they they sometimes wear them, but then you'll see them in the audience. Okay, like it uh, as quickly pe- people quickly point it out. So it's like a it's like this headband with like a <laughs> unicorn horn sticking out of it. Yeah. And like it looks like a sex toy. <laughs> like, in that in that case, I can't wait. <laughs> but they sell; they've sold tons of them. Oh, I they love have it. sold tons of them. Well, They'll probably be selling them at Money in the Bank. You can buy one. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's. I might get an AJ Styles shirt. I haven't decided. I'm looking on the store right now at New Day stuff to see if they have it on here. I don't think they do. What is? Oh. And I haven't heard this. Like uh, their whole bootios. Okay, is so, that a chance or because I haven't heard? Well, that no. So they their whole thing is like uh, they they like they'll call people like if they if they're if they're uh, if they're like bad like they're they're booty like booty is bad. Oh, okay. And so bootios are a way to keep they they make sure that you ain't you ain't booty. Ah. Okay. So it's like they're cereal sure. and. Um, and then they, and then they, so now you can buy a Bootios t-shirt that comes in a box of Bootios cereal. <laughs> I just put a link to the New Day Unicorn Horn. Got it. So you can look at it. Yeah, I need to see this. Oh no. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Did it pop up? Yeah, it like took over my screen, so I have no idea Sorry. how to get back. What took over your screen? The link. It's oh, fine. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's good. Uh. <laughs> that's a dildo right that's so a dildo <laughs> and i love i love the model wearing it because he's like i i just have no words just take the picture <laughs> just take the freaking picture but yeah so so yeah so that's the new day unicorn horn and uh. no, but lots of people will be wearing those uh, sometimes they wear them <laughs> it's just too good um, at SummerSlam, they came out of uh, they came out of uh, they came out of a giant box of bootios. <laughs> like they came, they had the giant box came out, and then like all these bootios came falling out of the box. And they still have one of the bootios from WrestleMania that they carry around. So you'll see them carrying it around yeah. sometimes. And that's kind of where that comes from. Well, there we go. Well, and then but, we have John Cena, who has never ever or never give up. Which yeah. confuses me because there's a huge um, brand, you know, company called Never Ever Give Up, Negu. And it was created by this little girl, Jessie, who had cancer. And she created joy jars for other cancer kids. Um, and so her company is called Never Ever Give Up. And I'm going, how often do you guys cross over? <laughs> like, I can't even imagine John Cena's like, all of a sudden he gets all these things about cancer and kids. And not that he wouldn't care, but. Well, he's like, he's big in with all the charity work. Yeah. And so it's make a wish. Good crossover. And then, and then every November during like breast cancer awareness month, they all wear pink shirts. 
They partner up with Susan G. Komen. Very cool. And they turn the ropes pink. Nice. And um, so they're very big about all that. Love it. But yeah, so... So, so they got a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. I, I think, um, and I'm excited. Um, I'm just trying to look at, see anything else here. So, like I said, it's, I'm curious to see, it seems like they're headed towards the New Day and the club and maybe John Cena will team up with the New Day. I don't know. Um, I guess <laughs> they already have three guys, but, and it's, that's kind of three on three right there, yeah. but it seems like, um, maybe they'll, they'll, they, I think they'll, I don't know. More, maybe there'll be more battles. We'll see. It'll be good. Um, and then, uh, they, they, I wonder how many more, like, I guess we're going to get a couple more weeks of various, um, versions of these matches between the money and the bank participants, which I'm fine with that because they're all great. Yeah. So, because, like, on SmackDown, we had Sami Zayn and Dean Ambrose against Alberto Del Rio and Kevin Owens. And, and then eventually it's going to lead to where they're all just, a free for all. Ready to just <laughs> destroy each other. Yes. And that's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. And uh and and hopefully next week Baron Corbin well, I wanna see where Baron Corbin's progressively farther and farther out of the arena. <laughs> like what if like next week he's like across the street? <laughs> <laughs> he's just yelling. <laughs> Cars coming. And then by. like I don't know. They should on top of a building the following week. <laughs> So we'll see what happens with, see how much longer, I guess like, I, I, they're trying, Baron Corbin, I don't know, I don't, I still don't know how I feel about Baron Corbin, so we'll see if we can, I can do more stuff with him. Yeah. But I don't know if they're gonna, if they're gonna have another match, like, this will be like the fourth match between him and Ziggler, so we'll see. Okay. I like Dolph. I everybody loves Dolph. I know. Well, to be fair, well, I like him. I like. I him. think I've seen him wrestle once, but again, they let him. He's do at like ninety percent looks. So. <laughs> they let him do commentary on main event, and it was really funny. And it's sometimes they let random people do commentary on main event, and I'm wondering maybe they're testing him out on commentary. Yeah. Well, he seems to have a great personality for it. So well, he's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, stand-up. I saw sometimes. that. <laughs> He sometimes does stand up at UCB in LA. Oh, cool! Um, oh, we should do that. Like, we should go see him sometime. I'm totally down for maybe. that. His brother is also does comedy and stuff on a regular basis, and yeah, love it. So I guess the big things take away: AJ Styles, John Cena. It's going to be awesome. Yep. And John Cena loves America, <laughs> and <laughs> oh, we're so lucky. <laughs> And then they, I don't, okay, what were your thoughts about Seth Rollins? They kind of, they did the whole thing where he like came out and then he ran away. Oh, it was just annoying to me. I'm like, all right, we get it. Move on. Do you think that makes him seem weak? It does. And it was just like, again, pick a lane and drive in it. But then he's kind of also, he's the bad guy. He kind of is the chicken. They call it the chicken shit heel. (laughs) Like he kind of. He gets by, but like I don't know. I'm ready to see Seth Rollins just be awesome. And, yeah, me too. I don't know. And I just so started, we'll <laughs> so I'm with. All right, any other thoughts as we wrap it up here? No, I think that covered my stuff. All right, um, did we get any reader was, mail? Not this week. Okay. Hopefully, we'll get some. I don't even know. We did get some downloads, so I know people are listening. <laughs> oh no. Um, but it, but I will see. You know, send in reader just, mail. 
got to get things going. Yep. I mean, I not that I could answer any reader mail because I know nothing, but. Well, I, I want to hear people ask you things and I don't know. <laughs> makeup tips. How to, how to do your makeup like a diva. I'm there. <laughs> I've been practicing all week. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, you can go to mbwspod.com and use the contact form. Or I couldn't, I don't know if our, like, I made an email address, but I don't know if it's working. So just brendoman at gmail.com. You can email stuff or use the contact form. And, um, and then we're going to be a money in the bank. So it's going to be awesome. We'll do a full money in the bank rundown next week to lead in, you know, and then we'll, you'll, we'll, we'll, I think we should, Record after Money in the Bank. Uh, yeah. Right? For sure. So then that next week we'll record after Money in the Bank so you can hear all our thoughts and how it went. How amazing and, it was. Yeah. So and next if you're going to be, be at Money in, Money in the Bank, you need to hit us up. Yeah, so hit us up. We'll do a meetup. Yeah. So that's exciting. And um, in the other world of wrestling, I had told myself I was going to watch more Best of the Super Juniors this week on New Japan World, but this week was pretty crazy. I had a lot of busy stuff with work. I had to go to graduation. We had eighth grade graduation. I love that. And um, so I haven't been able to watch New Japan at all. I'm like a week behind. So I, I'm going to try and catch up this weekend. We'll see. Um, I'm not doing so well in our pick because they had like um, Voices of Wrestling does like a – you can pick and they have contests. You can win prizes. Nice. But, but it's hard because – it's not because again you're picking winners of a fictional wrestling tournament. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, you can't think like who, like you got to start thinking in the minds of, okay, what would be a big, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like okay, like this guy's gonna win here, but he's gonna lose here. But you want to have a big matchup at the so so like so, but I, and and so far the guy that I picked lost a bunch. So I don't, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Because um, I was I was hoping I, I thought that Will Osprey, he's from England. He's just starting in New Japan, but he's a big name abroad, and I thought they were going to really do a lot of big stuff, but he hasn't been winning a lot, so I don't know. So it kind of messed up my bracket. <laughs> but that's kind of the nerd level that I'm at where I'm like... <laughs> I'm not going to guarantee that I'll get there. <laughs> it's okay. That's why I do I'm know here. what a bracket is, so... That's why I'm here. <laughs> to guide me through, <laughs> to guide me through my nerd. Well, no, just I like, like it. A, or I can, I can. You don't. I'm, I'm here to be the uber, uber nerd. Good. I mean, you don't have to. You, you can. You rock it. You can. You can maintain your dignity. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna hoping... be focusing on relationships and the gossip. <laughs> All right, I think that's great. Awesome. I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited for Money in the Bank, and. I'm excited as we continue on this wrestling journey here at MBWS. So stay tuned, everybody. And uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. Awesome. So for MBWS, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Veronica Steele. And we'll see you next time in the ring. Taking over the prime time And if you cross us You're stepping over the fine line 
we can take this to the center of the ring And when the bell dings, it's time to go I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding No, slam me with the chair in the back of your head Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts You're going home with a face full of welts We came to win, well you better know It's Matt and Brendo's Wrestling Show This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite!